Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Five oh five, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is Friday. We have made it. Congratulations, self high fives all the way around. Thanks very much to former Governor Doug Wilder, who joined us a little bit earlier, talking about this uh, crazy situation. Seventy three million dollars for a building that wasn't built, but we still have to pay for it. That makes no sense to me. We'll we'll follow up on that. Uh, my brother from another mother, Stan Andruski, all about cars. Of course, uh, Sergeant Amanda Neville, Virginia Conservation Police. We're going to replay that segment at 535. She is our August recipient of the Lieutenant Jam McTurnan Blue Friday Honor. It is craziness in D.C. right about now. Uh, I, I just, I, there, there are days when I think to myself, my gosh, I, I would not for a million dollars want to be up there. But thank God we've got folks like Rob Whitman, congressman representing the first district, has done it for years, is is just one of the best of the best. And I'm always happy when he's able to join us. Rob, thanks for being here. Jeff, thanks for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, the pleasure is always mine. So, I mean, I'm just going to ask this open-ended question about D.C. What the heck is going on up there? Well, I know there's so much so much that needs to be done, Jeff, that hasn't been done. And, you know, I always advocate for us to make sure we get a budget done on time. Yep. That didn't happen this year. We need to get appropriations bills done on time. That is before the House leaves for this recess in August. We got one of, of 12 done. Uh, it's just mindless. And so we're going to get back. We're going to have 13 legislating days. And what we're going to end up with is maybe one or two additional appropriations bills passed and then facing a continuing resolution, which is not the way for us to run this government. And, you know, it's a short-term kicking the can down the road. And listen, I understand it's difficult to do appropriations bills under regular order because you get massive numbers of amendments, but that's the way the system is designed. And, you know, why we wouldn't stay in Washington to get the job done. There'd be a whole lot of motivation if you kept folks there for the folks that want to go back to their district. So, you know, to me, it just makes sense to do that. But unfortunately, we're going to go back and it's going to be the same thing again. We're going to be faced with a CR, which is, again, nobody would run a business that way. You know, we've done that now for years and years and years on end. And we know how harmful it is to the military, to getting our, our fiscal house in order. I mean, you just, you just don't operate that way. You shouldn't operate that way, but that's where we are. So I, I have to ask you, given that it has been that way, it seems like forever, is there is there nobody in leadership who says, 
okay, guys, let's sit down and we're like we're barring the doors, Katie. Nobody gets to go until we get the real deal here, or is everybody just thinking, well, I got to get back to the district, I got to raise money, and we'll just kick it down the road again? Well, listen, I, you know, I think folks are there in Washington for an extended period of time, and everybody wants to go home, and I think that's the time where people plan to do things, whether it's visit places in their district, whether it's to go on vacation with their family, and listen. I'm all fine with that, but anybody else in any other aspect of life, Jeff, has to earn their vacation. You don't, you know, you don't, right. you don't shut your business's doors and just say, I'm just leaving town regardless of what goes on. You don't, you don't catch up, you know, you don't not catch up on your work before, that's before right. you go. That's right. But that's, that's where this is, unfortunately. And, and, you know, until, until we get to the point to say there is accountability on members of Congress and there are consequences for inaction, then. This is where we're going to continue to end up. And that's why people get so frustrated with, with what's going on in Washington. I mean, you know, and, and, and it goes across the spectrum. Uh, you know, the, you know the, 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 the young man, Oliver, who sings the song, Rich Men from North of Richmond. I mean, that expresses a lot of the frustration that people have about, you know, what they feel is just out of touch with what people deal on a daily basis. So. That's right. You know, and that's what it is, and that is exactly why uh, that song has done so well. It is about the rest of us out here in the real world, and no offense to you. I mean, you, you've done your yeah. work there, but hey, yeah, we can't figure out how you definitely get to start your vacation on such and such a day, even though you got this big pile of stuff on your desk, and you're going to essentially write a three-by-five on a sticky that goes, yeah, we'll take care of that later. I mean, nobody else can yeah. get away with that. No. I mean, it's it's just... It's operating outside the scope of reality. And, and, you know, as you said, somebody at some point in leadership, wherever, has to do this. Now, listen, you know, I, I disagree with Mr. McConnell on a number of things. But what he did, it's been, I think, seven years ago now, is he kept the Senate in town in August yes. and said, we're going to get these appropriations bills done. And guess what happened? <laughs> the appropriations bills got done, so we know it works. Shocking. You know, and, and instead, of, instead of that happening every year, you know, it happened on a rare occasion. But. It's been decades since we've actually passed appropriations bills under a time frame with regular order. I mean, it's just, and that's that's unconscionable. It is. I want to remind everybody, Congressman Rob Whitman is joining us, and uh, Rob represents the 1st District. Uh, I, I think just really one of the best of the best. One, one of the things that you have taken point on over the last couple of years, Rob, because of your, your, your knowledge about the defense and what have you, uh, you, you have really been one of the first people to point in the direction of China and say, listen, we got a huge threat coming from China and we better pay attention to it. Are, are we getting any attention there or is Joe Biden once again off eating ice cream and drinking smoothies and telling us he's working out for an hour and a half and nobody believes that anyway? Well, listen, I don't think we've addressed the threat with the seriousness that we need to address it. As you've seen, members of the cabinet, you know, continue to go over there without setting any preconditions, without saying these are the things that we're going to talk about, without demanding that their military talk to our military. So, you know, so that there's not a miscalculation that's made or that they stop stealing intellectual property or that they stop human rights violations and genocide of Uyghurs. And I mean, all the things you go down the list. Uh, you know, they, that they stop this, this, these unfair practices against other countries around the world. I mean, if you are going to force change, you don't yield to the behest of the Chinese. You don't go there because they ask you to go there. You go, no, 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 no. Here, we'll go there. But here are the conditions that need to be met in order for us 
have these discussions. We are going to discuss these things instead of, oh, yes, yes, if you say we're going to go, then we'll go. I mean, you know, China manipulates that, and they show that as weakness to say, well, we demanded that the United States come here and visit, and all of a sudden we show up. I mean, you know, it's just like Secretary Blinken. I mean, he was begging them, please, please, can I come and visit? And initially they said, well, Xi Jinping is not not, not going to meet with you, and then, then they got a photo op with Xi, but but that's it. So, you know, we we start these things, Jeff, from a position of weakness. I mean, any sort of negotiation, you don't capitulate to the other side before you go there. Right. If you're in a regular negotiation, if you're a negotiator, you go in and say, these are the conditions under which I want to sit down and talk to you about any sort of, uh, uh, you know, mutual conversation. You don't go in and say, hey, whatever you want to talk about, and, and, and we'll, we'll yield to whatever you want. I mean, that's not what a negotiation is about, and that starts puts you in a position of weakness from the very beginning. And unfortunately, that's how our foreign policy has been run here. We need to, to start from a position of strength and say, these are the things that we're going to talk about, and these are the things that we expect to be an outcome of these meetings. Even though you may not reach final agreement, you say, we expect there to be progress in these discussions. Don't say, hey, we just want to sit down and talk to you, and we'll pray that something good happens out of that. It's craziness. Congressman Rob Whitman, uh, great job representing the 1st District, joins us. I, I've got one last question, Rob, and it, it's not about uh, uh, the bigger picture. It's about stuff that I'm getting notes about. People who are applying for passports, either new yes. or renewals, who are essentially saying, yep, we'll get it to you in a couple of years. Good luck. Hope it all works out. What's going on with that, and can you or your office help in any way? Absolutely, Jeff. I urge people to call our office or go to our website. It's whitman.house.gov, or they can call our office. It's 202-225-4261, and we will help them through the process. We can do everything possible to expedite it. So if you are a very short term and need a passport to travel, call our office. Even if you've already sent your application in, let us inquire and try to make sure things get expedited. Now, to the State Department's credit, they have picked up the pace. But I would urge everybody, everybody, Jeff, that's listening to your show or is within the, within the, the, within the sound of your voice, mm-hmm. if you have a passport that's going to expire within the next 12 months, apply for renewal now. Apply for it now because, you know, I, I think that they're moving in the right direction on this. But as you know, there's nothing guaranteed with that. It may reverse itself next week because there's another wave of passport applications that come in. But do it well ahead of time. If you are in a tight time frame, you know, don't wait until the last minute. Don't wait until a couple of days before you leave and go, oh, my gosh, I had to call Rob's office because we haven't got anything yet. You know, call us now. Let us inquire on your behalf. Let us at least get some time frames about where your application is, when you can expect it to be returned, and how we can get you on, a, on an expedited list. So, you know, I urge folks to call. We have worked overtime to make sure that we're helping people with the passport issue. All right. If you don't mind, can you give that website and the phone number one more time? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's W-I-T-T-M-A-N. It's Whitman.house.gov. And the number, this will get you directly to folks that, that can help, is 202 202- Two two five four two six one. Rob, I always appreciate you being here. I, I know firsthand the, uh, the the incredible constituent service that your staff offers. Just just 
fine people in your office. You've assembled a great crew there, and uh, I always appreciate you making time for us. Have a blessed weekend, my friends. Thanks, Jeff. You do the same and urge people to call our office, and you are exactly right. Have the best staff on Capitol here. They are incredible. They are indeed. That is Congressman Rob Whitman, one of the good guys. He really, really is, and I'm telling you, his staff just, you're not going to find a better crew. 516, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.